Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Blaze Experience once again. You are joining us for episode number 70 today, and we are back to talk more State of Decay 2. Today's episode, we're actually going to talk about the best guns in the game. This is an episode that's probably a little bit overdue. We did have an episode on the best melee weapons uh, a couple episodes back. Well, I guess more than a couple episodes back, but we, we had one. And now we're finally having the best guns episode. But before we get into that, just a couple of news items real quick. Our next podcast is actually not going to be for two weeks. So two weeks from now on a Saturday, it's going to be Saturday, March 9th. That will be the next podcast and it will be on State of Decay 2. And the reason for that is I'm taking a week off next week. That way I can better focus on the plans for the one year anniversary because when that comes up, I'm going to have a lot of uh, changes to the show, a lot of changes to possibly streaming and different things. So basically, I'm going to take next week to try and work on all that and get that ready. So that's why there's not going to be an episode next week. But we did have two this week. So I guess it kind of makes up for a little bit. And then we will be back on March 9th with a new episode. And then the next episode after that will be the one year anniversary on March 16th. So uh, only one more episode after this until the anniversary. So it's exciting. But that's why we're t skipping a week. And the next stream, I might stream on Tuesday. I am off on Tuesday. So either during the day on Tuesday or at night, uh, that's when I might stream again. And I might uh, do a mixer stream again because I'm kind of going back and forth for now until the one year anniversary to decide where I want to stream at. So I just did a mixer stream um, on Thursday and I did a Twitch stream on Sunday. So I'm trying to go back and forth a little bit just to um, test them out a little bit more before I decide. But that being said, that's pretty much the news we have for today. We do have a guest back with us today. This is a guest making their third appearance. They were with us on episode 37 talking about the solo daybreak tips. And they were also with us for a bonus podcast on Undead Trials before that happened. And that was in between episodes 44 and 45. Please welcome back to the podcast, fellow streamer, Mr. Dart. How are you, Mr. Dart? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thanks for coming back to the show. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, looking forward to discussing some of these guns that we've got in store for you. Yeah, and I think you're either the great person to talk about it because you're a lot better at shooting than I am, so I figured you'd be a great person on this. <laughs> I wouldn't say I was a lot better. I'd probably just say there's a difference between PC players and Xbox players. I guess that's probably true, but I mean, seeing you do some of your solo day breaks, for example, you're so quick with your gun work, and it's nice to watch. So <laughs> Practice makes perfect. Exactly. But kind of getting into the guns a little bit, what are some factors that affect you choosing a great gun? So what are some factors that mean a lot to you when choosing a gun you want to use? Yeah, sure. Um, I think the biggest one for me is going to be the the loudness of the gun, because attracting more zombies is just a no-no. And even if you've got an automatic weapon, you're still going to end up using up a magazine have to reload and if you're attracting more and more zombies then that's going to be the worst you're going to be in the worst possible position that you could be in so i think that's probably the the the, the biggest one for me is is loudness beyond that looking at magazine size looking at um availability of ammunition um and that's pretty much about it really uh durability not so much because uh on pc i usually generally go for weapon handling so i can get rid of that uh, side of things straight away but yeah i think that's probably the the top three that i go for yeah it definitely makes sense with the weapon handling i do use that a lot myself as well but i do still uh tend to favor durability just because 
if I never have to use weapon handling in the first place, it is nicer to you know save that skill slot for something else. And if I have a weapon that's like, say, one of the guns that doesn't break, that is actually handy because if I'm using a gun that doesn't break, I don't have to worry about using a character with no weapon handling. So I can actually save that slot for something else. So uh, that slot is nice, that specialization, but... I do appreciate durability in guns still just because it kind of saves me from having to waste that slot if I have to. But then again, I do have some characters that have it. So I understand your perspective there. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, even if you want, um, I think it's assault has the deeper penetration uh, or is it sharp shooting? I can't remember which one it is. Um, it, most of the guns have such a high penetration on headshots anyway that I don't see the benefits of actually going for that fourth trait other than weapon handling. But that's, as I said, that's between us. Is, I know is a lot of people my like gunslinging. But... Yeah, yeah, gunslinging is a bit is a big one yeah. for the fast reload. That's a really useful one. I'd probably say that um, assault and sharpshooting are probably ones that aren't so useful uh, in the long run. However, they they can be used efficiently with certain builds of characters. Definitely, yeah. Because I would definitely say that weapon handling is still my favorite, but. I just try to not use it sometimes on certain characters because if I have a gun that I don't need it for, then great. It's not going to break. It's not going to jam. So those guns are nice when I have those guns on me. But some of the other things that are more important to me are actually magazine size, which you mentioned, and then reload time too. Reload time is actually pretty important to me because if you're in the uh, middle of a horde or you know, there's a bunch of zombies around you, maybe juggernauts chasing you, it's nice to have that faster reload because... If you reload faster, that means you can get back to shooting faster. So a fast reload is important to me because there's certain times, especially when facing a juggernaut, for example, if I have a slow reloading gun, it's actually hard to reload that because you have to keep dodging out of the juggernaut's way. You have to wait for a couple seconds to reload. So it's actually hard to reload that sometimes if you're getting chased down by a juggernaut. So reload time is definitely one of the factors that's actually important to me. Yeah, I can I can go with that. It all comes down to play style with the reload right. time. If you're a long-range sniper, then... You've got plenty of time because you're picking off zombies from from a distance. But if you're a type of person that wants to go and have some fun and get personal, then yeah, you definitely reload time is a is a big a big must. Yeah, that's kind of the more of my style. My style is you know up close and personal. I just kind of run in there, you know, take care of business and then run out. So that's kind of my style more so. <laughs> <laughs> But there are some factors we didn't mention that um, could apply more to other people. For example, there is impact, there's knockdown, dismember, penetration. There's the fact of range, which doesn't factor in too much to say to I mean, there's um, some guns that have better range than other ones, obviously. Like a pistol's not going to have the same range as a sniper rifle, of course. But um, there's range, there's ammo type. You have you know, your 22 caliber guns, you have your 5.56, you have your bolt action um 50 cals, you have durability loss per shot, you have uh, whether it's sighted, burst, full auto. So there's a lot of other factors that we haven't talked about. Um, are there any of these factors that do kind of come into play for you a little bit, even though they're not your top factors? Maybe maybe range. Um, actually, I'll, I'll say sight. Uh, whether I've got a sight is definitely... A, I a agree. Big factor for me Having a sight is important to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and that's what's pushed up a lot of the weapons that I've chosen uh, for my top top guns is that whether it's got a sight or not. I tend to play everything on single shot and had just rapidly tap the um, tap the left mouse button, so I don't really need a burst or a full auto unless I'm trying to take down a uh, play cart pretty quickly. Um, and then the other one will probably be range, but I mean, the thing is with most weapons, 
and the render distance of State of Decay 2 is that the range doesn't really take into a factor. Um, I would possibly, even though it's mentioned as range in the game, I'd probably put this down to weapon sway or accuracy because your range or your accuracy uh, dissipates as the range drops. So if you're using a pistol, you're less accurate at range than you are for a, um, uh, a sniper rifle. However, if you get lucky with that shot, you can still take a zombie out with a pistol from the same distance as a sniper rifle if you hit it in the head. So it's it's kind of a difficult one. I see where Undead Labs went with the range side of things. However, I think that probably, for me personally, should be relabeled to accuracy. Yeah, I understand that. And accuracy might be a better label for it, but um, I think most of the guns are fairly similar. There's a couple that stand out from the rest, of course, but I think most of the guns you're going to you know have the sort of range or accuracy you would expect you know pistols are obviously going to have a lower range rifles are going to have a higher range sniper rifles are going to have the highest range so most of the game is kind of in that you know tier system where there's basically a low tier a mid tier and a high tier i would say for range yeah and i mean it the, the biggest difference i mean i'm talking about weapons that use a single shot projectile so you've got pistols rifles sniper rifles but if we talk about uh shotguns and obviously the range is is a lot shorter for those right, definitely. Uh, and then obviously the range is a big factor for the difference between light and heavy bolts on crossbows too um but as i as i said um my personal preference is not to use the the shotguns um as i stated earlier i don't like the the loudness of them however one does get into my top 10 um same here <laughs> yeah uh and it's it, it does it all comes down to personal preference and play style i think that's the biggest thing exactly and that's something we should mention at the top of the show here is you know there's gonna be a lot of people listening to this that probably have your own preferences you know there might be guns that didn't make our top tens that are your favorites and that's perfectly fine i mean it's basically all based on preference you know so we're kind of going over what our preferences are you know i prefer the style where i kind of get up close and personal and I just, you know, take things out quickly. And that's why I like, you know, my reload time. I like my magazine size. I like things like that because and my durability, because I like to get up close and personal, take it out really quick and move on to the next objective. You know, uh, Mr. Dart, it sounds like you have a different objective. And, you know, you talk about your play style a little bit, but you kind of went over some of it. Yeah, I'm very much a sort of mid to long range player. I will take out hordes from a distance if I can. Um, I will have an automatic weapon so I can uh, switch to automatic take out a play cart if required. And then even when even when I'm playing with juggernauts, I'll still be in single shot, just making sure that I get those headshots uh, and, and take them down as quickly as possible with as uh, little ammunition as used up as possible. With regards to playing close up, close and personal, the only time that I'll actually ever do that is if I am in this sticky situation, but I'll still have the ranged weapon uh, or I'm clearing out a play cart. That's the only time that I'll actually get really close uh, in main game state of decay. Yeah, that's good to know. And I mean, I think part of my style and your style could depend on me being an Xbox player too, because part of my style, why I'm up close and personal more is because I like to melee more. Because on Xbox, I think you get more trained to melee since you can't, you know, shoot as fast as a PC player. So I think that's part of, that's obviously not the full reason, but that is part of why my style is the way it is. Because I do enjoy meleeing more, so I just get up there, you know, I take some shots, and then I melee the rest. Yeah, it certainly could be. Um, There's so many options as to why there could be a difference. I mean, it would be interesting to actually do a survey and see what the difference is between Xbox and PC players. Um, the, the great idea that this is cross-platform and it makes it such a wonderful thing to analyze. Um, 
but with regards to yeah shooting since i've done my gun collectors series um i don't really worry about ammunition so it's uh i could just pick any gun i want and i just craft it as craft the ammunition as and when required uh and that, therefore i go for the guns that suit me best no matter what with regards to um the the playstyle that i'm using at the time whereas others may be restricted in their playstyle and with they, the fact that they don't have any 7.62 or 5.56 so they have to use closer ranged weapons or maybe they've just got all shotgun ammo so they have to have to push themselves to be closer and that that's what they've learned through, through the whole game very true um it all does as, as we say it also is subjective um however i think we've got a great list between us of the uh the, the, the top 10 guns that we've we've chosen i agree and i will say before we get into that one more thing um there is two calibers of guns that I rarely ever use, which I'm sure you probably don't use these a ton either. The 44 cal and the .357 cal. I barely ever use these guns. Um, I don't know if you agree, but they just don't really come up that often in the game. And the ones that are available aren't really worth it to me to use. So none of those made my list. Uh, I agree. Yes. Um, it's, they do have, for someone who wants to collect weapons, they do have some nice varieties in there that use... Uh, the point uh, was it three five seven and point four four, um, but the, the the types of weapons that they have there aren't really usable in a in a standard right. game. You don't find enough of the ammunition, and you don't actually the guns that you have as as we've just stated haven't got the the the, the same characteristics as some of the guns that we're going to talk about in our top ten. Um, I think I've exactly. got one point four five in there, and the rest of them are pretty much um long range heavy ammunition uh or in my top uh top 10 yeah most of mine are the same thing and you know i will say that part of this too you know you talked about loudness being a big factor for you the 44 cal and the 357 cal usually a lot of those guns are loud so it makes sense why you wouldn't like them in that sector too yeah very much so um Trying to be as stealthy as possible is is the option here. I don't exactly. want to attract zombies. Uh, the more zombies, I think uh, if anybody's seen MythBusters, they even did a test to see if they could actually take down a horde. Um, and uh, even with the zombies walking slowly at them, they still ended up being eaten. So uh, stealth is the key. I agree. But let's kind of get into our list a little bit. And I can go with my uh, number 10 and 9. We can talk about those and then move on to our next ones. So... My number 10 is a gun that is probably number one for a lot of people. So I will preface this and say that for a lot of people, this gun could be number one for you. But for my play style, this gun doesn't really factor in as much. But it's the M99 X1 Timberwolf. So this has amazing range and it has maximum impact. Uh, I don't think there's any guns in the game that have more impact than this. I believe I looked it up, so... Uh, this gun is great at taking down stuff from long range. It's obviously great at play cards. It can deal with the juggernaut pretty easily. And it's a great gun for that max impact. And then along with that, my number nine is the Clio Heavy Sniper, which is along the same lines where it's great range, very high impact. And it's basically the juggernaut's worst nightmare. It's a great gun for killing juggernauts. It can kill juggernauts in a couple of hits. And it, that's what it's great for. So... For me, these guns don't factor in my playstyle too much. I do use the Heavy Sniper a lot in Daybreak because I tend to like having that gun on me to take out Juggernauts in Daybreak. But outside of Daybreak, 
I would never really use these guns because it's just not my play style as much. I do recognize that they are great guns and they do have their uses, but for my play style, these are number 9 and 10. Yeah, great guns to start off with. I mean, even featuring in the top 10 just shows how good it, how good the weapons are themselves. Um, the Timberwolf, that for me, is a little bit further up in my list. However, um, the Clear Heavy Sniper, yeah, I've got that at number 9 as well. It only it shoots out uh, has four rounds, so it has an eight round magazine. I think it's eight round, firing two shots at any time. Yes, um, it is very heavy at twenty four point five pounds, which is an issue if you haven't got um, your class set up correctly on your on your individual. It, as you said, high damage, high impact. Um, but the reason why it's number nine for me is that the ammo is not easy to come by. That's probably the worst part of that it with true. the Clio weapons, and that's why it's the only Clio weapon that actually makes my top ten. Um, going back to number 10, because I just skipped over it, this is the epitome of me and what I said earlier about loudness. It's the only, well, there's two in two in the top 10 that, uh, that may be loud. This one is the only shotgun, the DevGroot X12 Infiltrator. Fantastic shotgun, 30 round magazine, high damage, 12 pounds, so as you can see, it's half the weight of the heavy sniper. Um, the only problem for me is it's loud and it will attract attention. If I want to clear out a play card and it's the only thing that I've got on me, fantastic. But other than that, it's staying in the storage locker for me. Yeah, that one did make my list too a little bit higher up, so we'll get to that after. But part of what I love about this as well is it's the only shotgun in the game with a sight. We've all talked about how we like sights, and I love that this shotgun has a sight on it. That's really cool. <laughs> that's very true. I didn't actually consider that one. Um, so if you want to get that headshot of that zombie that's 50, 50 feet away, this is the shotgun for you. Definitely. <laughs> no, but it, it's the, definitely the best shotgun in the game. And I don't think there's really an argument you can make against that because it, it's got a sight on it. It has a top magazine. It's got amazing power. I mean, I don't think anyone can make an argument really for this not being the best shotgun in the game. Agreed. Uh, I was looking through them and I was comparing them against something like the KSG, KSG or the Kodiak XL. Kodiak XL is quite close. Again, it's got a 30 round magazine. It is quite high damage. It is quite light. But as you say, it hasn't got the sight, um, and um, I can't remember the... I think it's actually the Kodiak might be a little bit heavier. I'd have to double-check the stats on that. But yeah, the DevGrew X12 Infiltrator, that is the only shotgun, but it is the best shotgun, I believe, in the game. I agree. But we can kind of move on to 8 and 7 now. Uh, my number 8 is another gun that... Well, maybe you wouldn't even classify as a gun, which might give it away, but um, it's a weapon that to me is definitely great at long range but that's part of why it's lower on my list because i don't do a lot of rain long range work i do a lot of more up close work so my number eight is the echo x2 sniper crossbow and part of why this makes my list is because the crossbows are a very easy to get ammo source you can just make the ammo on your base not that you can't make other ammo on your base but you can just actually break down parts into bolts which is very easy to get and it's a lot faster to get that than other ammo types and this also has great range great durability so that is why it's uh, up my list but again the longer range stuff like that is not really my style as often i do appreciate that it has a nice sight on it so that does help and number seven for me is actually my only other cleo weapon on here the cleo blast rifle which i know mr dart likes in daybreak a lot it is a great weapon for daybreak i don't use it that much in the main game Part of that is, like Mr. Darth said, where it is hard to get the ammo, but it does have the best dismember rate in the game. 
There's no weapon that has a better dismember rate than this. So basically you can shoot, you know, the arms, legs, whatever you want off a zombie and, you know, disable them. So if you have a horde chasing, you can just shoot for the knees, knock them all down, and then the horse not chasing anymore. So that is one of the nice features of this gun. But again, this is a weapon that is a little bit longer range. So that is why it's not up there on my list as much because these weapons that are 7 through 10 on my list, they're weapons that are more long range first. And they don't really have a lot of up-close personalities to them. The blast rifle could be used that way, but the guns that are 1 through 6 on my list, they're a lot better at close range. Yeah, again, great choices. And the Clio one, as I said, hasn't hasn't made my top 10, but the sniper crossbow has. And that, again, for me, because I work range, is a bit further up the list for me. However, at number 8, I have got a, I have got a crossbow, and it is the Echo X3 repeating crossbow. Great crossbow, and I understand the difference uh, why a lot of Xbox players pre- uh, prefer this one, because it has that repeating function. 10 round yes. magazine, light bolts, and it's £5. This thing is light, it's accurate, the only thing it's lacking is a sight on it. The only, pro- uh, the only problem that I find with this thing is, is you've got 10 rounds, you're spamming them pretty quickly, you're going to have to carry a lot of light bolts, and that's going to take up inventory, sp- inventory space, which I want for other things. Um... As I said earlier as well, I prefer to fire single shots. So for me, the Echo X3 gets in at number 8 because it hasn't got the sight and it means you have to carry a few more light bolts. The light bolts, they lack the penetration. And I'm consi- I am try, try to consider how I would take down um, a Plague Heart or a Juggernaut. And with light bolts, you're going to take quite a long time to take down a Juggernaut compared to that of a heavy bolt. So that's why the Echo X3 comes in at number 8 for me. Number 7. There is a hell of a lot of varieties of AKs in Sapes Decay 2. Oh yeah, there's a ton. And I love it. Uh, and this one is an absolutely gorgeous AK. And it has a backstory as well. The Preppers AK-47. I thought you'd lovely, lovely rare pickup that you can get. 75 round magazine, high durability, 7.62 with good penetration. And it's only £12, which isn't too bad for an assault rifle. The great thing about this as well is when you pick it up, it comes with a uh, comes with a suppressor on it as well. So you're pretty much silent. Uh, the only downside to the Preppers AK is the fact that it's got the smaller magazine compared to the likes of uh, other, uh, the Eternal Guard, which may feature a bit later on. Um, and to be honest, I don't know. I just don't don't personally. I don't. I can't find the words. It's not a preference for me. I just don't like it. It's it's when it comes down to liking something it all comes down to about the visual visuals of it and i either like quirky or i like something that's unique and the preppers ak for me unfortunately is no longer unique because there is so many ak's that look very similar to it no i hear you there i mean the preppers ak didn't make my list it's um i i have some weapons that i think are just better than that and i do agree that i have some weapons that i'd like the look of more you know there's a weapon that's fairly high on my list that i love the look of which might bias me towards it a little bit but um, those are definitely great weapons, and the repeating crossbow actually did make my list, and that is a little bit higher up, so we'll get to that again afterwards. But, you know, like you said, being an Xbox player, that is more important to me because it's a fast reload, and that's something I talked about, where the fast reload is important to me. So that is higher up on my list, and we will talk about that one afterwards. But moving on to number six and five in my list, I actually have at number six the only pistol that I have on my entire list. I don't know if you have any pistols. We'll talk about that in a second. But I have the G18 Auto Custom. And 
This is my favorite pistol because it's got a great magazine size for a pistol. It's got a pistol clip of 50, which for a pistol, that's a great magazine size. That's amazing. I mean, there's a lot of rifles in the game that don't have that magazine size. So that is awesome. And it can't, um, it has auto obviously feature. And then it has a single shot feature, which I obviously use a single shot most of the time. It's got great max range. It's very low weight. So this is a great gun if you want to just, you know, run around, get things done quickly and just take things out. So uh, the G18 Auto Custom is a gun that I do appreciate a lot. And it's if I want a pistol, this is the gun I'm going to go to. And then number five is actually one we already talked about, the DevGrew X12 Infiltrator. That's the first one in my top five. Mr. Dart already talked about how you know it's a great shotgun. It's got the max durability stat in the game, which a lot of my top lists have max durability. It has the only sight of shotgun, which is very important to me, that it is a sight of shotgun. There are some uh, up in my list that are a little bit higher that don't have sights, but... The sights aren't as important to me as, you know, the reload time, the durability, things like that. So uh, the dev grew, like Mr. Dart was saying, it is pretty loud. It will draw a lot of zombies to you. And it's not as easy to use as some of the ones that are higher on my list. Some of the ones that are higher on my list are a lot quicker to use and they have a lot faster reload time, things like that. So the dev grew is a great gun, but it did make number five on my list. Some great uh Great weapons there. The, the the Glock 18, I was very surprised when I saw your list. Um, pistols haven't really featured on my list, just basically down to that accuracy point that we spoke about earlier. Um, I almost put the Sleeper Cell PPK on, um, just because I think it's a fantastic weapon, and it comes with the advanced suppressor when you pick it up. But again, it's another rare drop. It's not as easily accessible. Um, but yeah, yeah Glock 18 can... Custom is 50 rounds. Really useful. Exactly. And that's why I like it a lot. And I kind of figured you probably wouldn't have any pistols on your list because you have a different play style. But for my play style, I'm sure you can appreciate that having those 50 rounds in that pistol like that, that's a great thing for my play style. Oh, yes, most definitely. Most definitely. Um, but my two, my six and my five are actually might actually shock you. So my number six is the Mac five. Um, this is a silenced. So the silencer is already built into it. Mac variant from World War. Sorry, from Vietnam era. Has a 30 round magazine, is 0.45 caliber, and it weighs eight pounds. So this one uh, doesn't fit in with most of the other weapons that I've chosen, where it's 5.56 or higher. Um, this one's the lowest caliber out of the lot of them, if you disregard uh, crossbows. But the reason why I like this is because it has a sight on it. It's got a built-in silencer, 30 round magazine. Uh, it looks great, and it has the ability to switch its fire mode as well. Really useful gun to pick up. I'm not quite sure on the rarity of it. I think it isn't classed as a rare gun, but I have got very limited number of them in my inventory. Number five is another gun that would shock you. It's the BML-40. This is the wow, only is explosive shocking. weapon that I have in my list uh, other than the shotgun. So 40mm uh, rounds. 12 magazine, uh, 12 round magazine, which is the biggest out of all the um, 40 millimeters. Massive destruction. It does weigh a whopping 24 pounds. Now, the reason why this rates so high up my list is that you can take a juggie down with four shots. So you can take three juggies down with this one magazine. It is destructive 
to the max. The only letdown that I have with the BML40 is the fact that it doesn't have the range sighter finder like a crossbow does, which would be very useful. It just has a round marker, and you have to guess the uh, the dip rate of the um, 40mm cartridge. No, that definitely makes sense, and um, I wasn't expecting that on your list, but you know the fact that it does take down a juggernaut that fast, I, I can appreciate that. I mean, uh, the heavy sniper on my list kind of serves that function, so... Um, the explosive guns in the game, I don't really use that often, to be honest, but um, the BML-40 is a great gun and one that I do appreciate. And the Mach, I honestly don't think I've ever really used that too much. So that one I'm kind of um, a little bit more in the dark about because with my playstyle, that's not a gun I've really experienced a ton. I think I've used it maybe once or twice, but it, it's not a gun that I've used a ton, so I can't really speak to it too much. But um, the BML-40 definitely is, if you're looking for an explosive gun, it's probably the top explosive gun. And it's a gun that definitely can be used at range or close range. Yeah, the BML-40, it's just fun. It really is. When you've <laughs> got, especially fun, with yeah. the increased size of hordes at the moment, you can take one out with just one, one canister. It's so much fun. Um, the Mac 5 just go back on it. The reason why that rate's so high is is probably because it's fully fitted, ready to go. You don't have to craft a silencer. You don't have to worry about not being that able to zoom true, in. Yeah. You can that. spray and pray if you want to with it. You have got single shot. And the great thing is it looks fantastic. I love the look of the Mac 5. Yeah, I can appreciate that too. There is a gun that's higher on my list that does get a little bit of bonus points for the look of it because I just love the look. So we'll get to that when I get to that top of my list. But um. No, I can definitely appreciate that you like it for the look as well. So, But going on, number four on my list is one that we actually already spoke about. This is the Echo X3 Repeating Crossbow. You know, this has a very easy to get ammo source like we talked about before. It's got a great reload speed, obviously, you know, because it's a repeating crossbow. So it's supposed to reload that fast. And being an Xbox player, like we talked about before, this is a gun, well, Technically, I think it can class as a gun, but some people might not consider it a gun because they might consider it a bow, but I think it still classifies as a gun enough. But it is a weapon that definitely features well in my type of style where I like to be up close because I can just use this gun, get my bolts back. It doesn't really break that easy. You know, so it's a great gun. That's set. actually it doesn't break at all. Sorry. And it's really great for the up close and personal style that I like. And number three, this is probably going to surprise people somewhat just because this is number one for a lot of people. And I think a lot of people are probably going to disagree with me putting this at number three. And the ones I have ahead of this, they're probably going to think aren't better than this gun. But it's a bit of a personal preference for me. But number three is the Eternal Guard's Infinite Rage. And this has the max durability. It's got the top magazine size in the game at 150. So no gun in the game has higher magazine size. It's got very high range. And it's all around just an amazing gun. And with me liking the reload, with this gun, you really don't have to reload that much. And that's part of why it makes it so high on my list, even though the reload isn't as fast. Because with the 150 magazine... You barely ever have to reload. I mean, you could reload if you want to, but with 150 clip, I mean, that's basically the inventory size of, you know, like five clips of most guns. So <laughs> that's an amazing magazine size. So you don't really need to reload that often with this. And 
for me, it's a little bit heavier than um, the ones that are higher than this for me. And it's a little bit, just, it feels bulkier too, which I don't like the look of it as much as the two that are ahead of this. And to me, it's a little bit heavier. So I do like to keep my characters light if possible. So this gun isn't top top for me, but it's one of the three that I'm always going to want to grab. So this one and the two ahead of this, they're the guns I look for first when I grab a gun. So I, I do use this gun a lot just for my personal preference. I just enjoy the look and feel of the guns ahead of this more. And also the guns ahead of this are also lighter, which I do appreciate, but you can't really argue with the stats of this gun. The Eternal Guard's Infinite Rage, you can't argue with the stats of it. It, it pretty much has to be high on everyone's list. Just for me personally, it's not number one, it's number three. A classic, uh, absolute classic. But yeah, I agree with you. A lot of people put really, really high. I, for myself, have that just a little bit higher, but it will be a surprise for most people as well. Um, you're repeating, repeating crossbow. I think just uh, with you and I, with the crossbows, we've just swapped places. Because my uh, number four is Very actually true. the Echo X2 sniper crossbow. <laughs> so we've literally just swapped places between each other. And I think that does come down to personal play, uh, play preference uh, and possibly the difference between Xbox and PC players. Echo X2, as you've mentioned earlier, uh, it's got a sight. It's £11. Uh, it's silent. And it's, it's the, 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 the letdown for crossbows at the moment is why they're not taking top spots is their reload time and their inventory size that they have to have for all their, their... They have one bolt in it and then they have to carry the rest in the inventory. That's the only downside right. to them. The great side is they're absolutely deadly silent. They're great fun to play with and it's awesome to practice your shots with them with at range to see how far you can fire them with the bolt dropping and try and get those headshots. And like the I reason, was saying too, the ammo is really easy to get for them too. Yes, exactly. You can pick it up anywhere and you can also craft them really quickly. Um, but the, the reason why the Echo X2 also rates so high for me is because of the heavy bolts. Uh, the heavy bolts can take down juggernauts a lot quicker. They are uh, high penetration. You do lose them. They will be um, high rates to break or fly through objects uh, or zombies into rocks, which they'll break on impact. However, they have the better penetration and damage for me. Number three. Number three has already been spoken about. It's your number 10. It's the M99X1 Timberwolf. Again, it has an integrated silencer, which is one of the reasons why it rates so high for me. You can take down a Juggernaut with four shots, and you can take down a Playheart with a magazine and an extra round. So it doesn't take that many 50 cal rounds to actually take, uh, take down a Playheart. It's a very powerful weapon. The only downside to it is it's 22.5 pounds, so it is heavy. I very rarely carry it with me unless I'm actually going out hunting play carts, at which point I will have it as a secondary and I will just switch out for the play cart and switch back to my tactical as soon as I finish the play cart. Again, two wonderful long range, high penetration, high damage weapons are at my number three and number four. No, it definitely makes sense. We've already talked about these guns, but you know, the Timberwolf, um, some people that maybe just came into the game, they might not remember that. It actually used to be the top choice for play car hunting because it used to take out play carts in three shots, but they did nerf that a little bit because they realized it was way too powerful. But even so, even with the nerf, it's still very powerful in play car hunting. Yeah, uh, and also the the one that was close to this one with regards to sniper rifles was also the um, 
the not the BML, uh, sorry, the BM50. Actually, was it the B50MG? One of the other snipers, I can't remember what it was, actually had um, a six-round clip. So it had five rounds in the clips and one round in the chamber, and that was enough to take out a play cart with just one clip, one magazine. So that was that was uh, the top sniper rifle until they actually changed that. Um, but yeah, the Timberwolf, absolutely fantastic sniper. I agree. But, you know, we can probably get to our number two and number one here. So I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, especially um, since I already use the Eternal Guards. So they're probably like, what does he have higher than that? (laughs) Um, Number two on my list. This is probably a gun that's not going to make a lot of people's list, to be honest. It's a gun that, for me, it's just a real huge personal preference. I just love this gun. The look of it is amazing. This is the gun that gets a lot of brownie points for me for the look. It's got a nice, you know, red stripes on it. So you probably already know I'm talking about a red Talon gun. Um, it's got a very, very high reload time. It's, uh, I believe I checked, it's at least in the top 50 guns of the game, which there's a lot of guns in the game. So it's, there are a lot of guns that have a faster reload time than this. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of the guns that have a faster reload time are all pistols. And this gun doesn't class as a pistol per se. And that's why I like it because... It's a very fast reload time that isn't a pistol. So you can go um, burst fire with this gun. You can go single shot with this gun. It's got the max durability stat in this game. So no gun has a higher durability. But this one does have the chance to break. Some guns don't break. This one can break, but it has the max durability. And there are guns that feature very similar stats to this. But this one is actually a little bit lighter than those guns. So... We're talking about the RTX Piranha here. And the RTX Piranha, it is an amazing gun, in my opinion. It doesn't have a sight, which does kind of stink, but I wish it had a sight. That's the only thing that I really wish it did have as a sight. But if it had the sight, it would probably be number one for me, honestly, because I really love using this gun. My leader character, I always have this honor, basically. And I love how it just kind of gets perched on the side of your character. And if you look at the side of your character, if you look at this gun, it just looks so awesome, like on a kind of a belt holster on them. And honestly, SMG type guns like this, they're, they've always been a favorite of mine in pretty much any shooting game. I definitely like the SMG style because I don't really like pistols as much, but I also like the capabilities of rifles. So to me, like an SMG gun like the RTX Piranha, it's a gun that kind of features both of the things I like and kind of combines them. So it, it's the perfect play style for me. And this gun is really amazing at the type of playstyle I like, where I get up close and personal. I usually put a silencer on the Piranha, so even though I'm getting up per- close and personal, I can kind of get up close to the zombies, use my Piranha real quick, take them out with the silencer. So I, I do use some silence gun play, but I do like to do it a little bit more close range. And this gun is one that I use a lot. And it's a 45 caliber gun. It's probably the only 45 cal I use, but I, I do use it quite often. The one that ranked higher than this for me is the M4X2 Light SSW. This is my number one. And this is a lot similar to the Eternal Guard's Infinite Rage. This has the third best magazine size in the game. The second would be the Clio SMG. But this has the third best magazine size in the game with 100 clip. And it's very high range. But unlike the Eternal Guards, it's just a little bit lighter, which I do appreciate because for my playstyle, I do like that light play. And I like reload time, obviously. For 100 clip, you're not going to have to reload that often. You might have to do a little bit more than the Eternal Guards, but you 
rarely have to reload with this gun, so I don't have to worry about that. The durability is not bad either. It's a little bit less than a gun like the Priana, but honestly, this gun is a better multi-purpose gun. And I can use this at longer range, where the Prada I can't use at longer range. So that's a little bit why it um, ranks at number one for me, because I can use this as a multi-purpose gun. I can use it for my play style, which is up close and personal, but I can also use it at range if I need to. So if I need to, I can take this gun with me, use it at range. And to me, this is the ultimate all-purpose gun, because this gun can be used in any situation. It can be used for long range, it can be used for short range, it can be used as, you know, full auto, you can use a sight on it it's got a hundred clips that to me this is the ultimate all-purpose gun that's why it has to rank number one for me some fantastic guns there i i i can't agree more with you with number one we'll talk talk about mine in a second um but the rtx piranha i'm really surprised that it's the only red talon gun that we've both put on our list um the red talon they were supposed to be specialist weapons that weapon handlers um with hair triggers sights silencers yeah. Uh, more accurate, bigger magazines, and this is the only one that's fe featured on our list. I mean, compared to the other vectors that are out there, the like of the the uh, vector SMG, the Spec Ops variant, then the Ultra Compact Red Talon variant, you, I'm I'm right with you. The Red Talon Piranha is just fantastic. In in that category, there is nothing that will compete against it. It's a great looking gun as well. Um, I love the look. Yeah, the look yeah. is amazing. It's I can fully understand why it's your number two. My number two, though, we've already spoken about, is your number three, the Eternal Guard's Infinite Rage. It doesn't make number one. Um, again, 150 round magazine, like you said, 7.62. It's got a sight. It's 9.5 pounds. That's the only reason it doesn't get number one is it is so it's heavy and it uses 7.62, which is few and far between. Um, and also because my number one. It's the same as you, the M4X1, uh, sorry, M4X2 light SSW, because I like the look of it too. Um, yeah, that's what it all comes amazing, down yeah. to, to be honest. It's a really good weapon, the 5.56. And another thing for me as well is the sound uh, of all these weapons. When I, when I go through and say about how I like the look and the feel of the gun, it also comes down to the sound of the gun. I've got to really give a big, big shout out. I've said this to all the developers, to the sound engineers at Undead Labs. The Absolutely. guns are so accurate with their sound. It's fantastic. You listen to the difference between a 2.2 rifle being fired, a 50 cal, a 7.62, a 5.56, and then you put a silencer on them and you listen to the sounds. They are all as accurate to the real world sounds that you will find. And it is so satisfying. I am a massive gun nut. Um, and yeah, the M4X2, I love the M4 variants. I'm really sad that the GSGW didn't get on my list, but it just doesn't have the capacity because the M4 M4 ones, sorry, the uh, M416 is one of my favorite guns in real life, which is that that's what it's based on. But the nearest one that we've got is the M4X2 light SSW. As I said, magazine size, sight, can have a silencer on the end of it. It's only eight pounds. It just looks good and does the job. And so I like agree I with you. I was saying too, it's definitely an all-purpose gun where you can use this close, you can use it at far range, you can use it anywhere you want, basically. Exactly, exactly, and it's five point five six, which, as I said, you, you come you come across that a bit more often than you do seven point six two. Yeah, and honestly, I think it's kind of funny in a way that you know we both went through our top ten lists here. You know, we have completely different play styles in mind, and yet look at number one. Number one is exactly the same for us. That, that is kind of funny to me that we have completely different play styles, but we both came across the same gun. That was number one. Very much so, very much so. But it just shows that how good this weapon is. 
And I really hope that the guys listening as well, you agree with us because if you get yourself a hold of an M4X2, don't trade it. Make sure you keep hold of it. Definitely not, yeah. No, I think our lists are pretty substantial here and I figured you'd probably be surprised with the prod a little bit. I think a lot of people will also be surprised at that and I think a lot of people are going to disagree with my number two being the Piranha, but to me, it's just a gun that has a special place for me because it kind of embodies the play style I like a lot. It has a great look to it, and I think it's just the perfect gun for my play style, and that's why I couldn't rank it really any lower because it's a gun that I just love using, and it's kind of the perfect gun for me as a player. So I definitely understand that some people aren't going to agree with it as that high on my list, but... It's personal preference. This just is a gun that I love a lot. Yeah, and and you can't argue with that. It is this podcast is subjective, apart from any factual evidence that's been given, as we've discussed. But when you come to a top ten list, it is going to come subjective at a point. And I don't, I don't disagree with you. I think you've done an excellent choice with the Piranha at number two. It is, as I said, a beautiful gun. It's great fun to play with, and it comes down to your playstyle. Exactly. Is, I can't see why anybody else would disagree with that. And to be honest, I'm sure they have some sneaky ones that they have in their top 10 too that you would disagree with. Absolutely. Because, I mean, there's some guns that, you know, are probably going to be most players' top 10 lists. You know, the M4X2, uh, the Eternal Guards, I would say the DevGrew X12, the Timberwolf, uh, maybe the some of the crossbows we had. Those guns are probably going to be in most people's top 10s. But I think we both had some sneaky ones that might not be in everyone's, you know. For me, it was the Prana. Uh, the G18 Auto Custom might not be in everyone's top 10. So we both had some sneaky ones that, you know, for you, maybe the mock wouldn't be in everyone's top 10. So we had some sneaky picks that might not be in everyone's top 10 list. Exactly. Yeah, the Mach and the BML40. It's It, it all comes down to preference and play style. I, I've got to say, the BML40 was just lucky to get in there. It was a, a last minute addition as I was scrolling through the list of guns that I've got in my inventory. Um, and it was between that and the MG32, which I found last night. Um, it's the, the game one part this is one of the things that i really adore about state of decay 2 is the amount of variation of weapons it makes into a hobby to collect all the weapons the only bit that i would beg the developers to do is possibly put a bit more variety into the actual damage of the weapons um for example if you have uh, I don't know how they da- how they calculate the damage, but let's say a juggernaut who has a uh, hundred health with hundred hit points. That if a weapon that has the uh, most powerful damage, let's say let's go for a seven point six two AK, uh, it takes twenty two rounds to take it down, which is actually what it does take to put a juggernaut to his knees. Then an M four, which is a five point five six, which is less damage than a seven point six two, should take more rounds to actually put it on its knees yet in the game it still takes 22 rounds and the same i've done it with a ppk 2-2 caliber weapon it takes 22 rounds to take down a juggernaut to his knees this is the only thing that i would really really like to see in state of decay 2 with regards to these weapons is more of a variation on the actual damage that is being done by these these weapons and then the playstyles would change even more so shotguns and bml and 40 mils would have more of an impact into the game pistols wouldn't necessarily be used as much for the big guys but maybe having more ammunition they would be used for the smaller zombies that are out and about other than that i've got addicted to collecting weapons 
I've done my weapons collecting sister, um, series, and I'm not stopping. I'm going to go out there and find every single weapon that I can. I managed to find all eight crossbows uh, as probably one. I think, no, I was the first one to find all eight crossbows. You were, I think yeah, we, were, we were having a trying of competition, <laughs> weren't we? Yeah, it was between you, myself, and uh, Death Girl. We were all vying for it, and you managed to get it first. So That's right. That's right. That was so much fun. And I will keep on going whenever new weapons drop. I will definitely be out there trying to collect them as soon as they come out. Um, but yeah, as I said, I would like to see a little bit of variety in the damage that is done by each weapon. Yeah, I definitely understand where you're going with that. Um, I just think it's something that we're probably not going to end up seeing until like a State of Decay 3 maybe, because I think that would take a lot of, you know, fixing in the game that they probably aren't willing to do for this game. It'd probably be something that we might be able to hope for in the next version of the game. So, um... Another thing that I think would be really cool that we might not get until like maybe a State of Decay 3 perhaps is I like the RTX Piranha. I do wish more guns had like unique skins like that where you could maybe, you know, customize your gun a little bit more because while some of the guns look really cool, there's also some guns that like kind of look pretty bland and I do wish I could have like a different skin to them a little bit because the RTX Piranha, I can't state enough how much I love the skin of that gun and... I wish other guns had skins like that too. Yeah, customization I, I have seen is a massive part of the weapon system that people have been asking for. And it would be interesting to see in the future if they do change that out into sort of like a base gun system. So with regards to all the AKs, uh, instead of having a Preppers AK, or maybe you do find a Preppers AK, but the likes of the Eternal Guard or um, a, a Sighted AK or the Custom AK, you actually find and base AK, and then you find attachments that you can attach in the workshop, for example. I don't know, it might be something that we can put towards the devs and see what they think about it for State of Decay 3, if, if they are designing that. But um, yeah, customization, skins, that would be really useful uh, and something that I do believe the community is really looking for. Yeah, and even if they go like the basic route, you know, I, I think a lot of people would enjoy if they at least had different colors, you know, maybe like, okay, this is a yellow gun with stripes. This is a red gun with stripes. This is a blue gun with stripes. Like, even though that's pretty basic, I think a lot of people would at least appreciate, you know, having that much choice in their gun. Like, okay, I can pick a blue gun if I want. I can pick a purple gun. So I think at least if they went that far, it would kind of uh, satisfy a lot of people where they could, oh, I can have a green gun now. This is awesome. I have a green gun or whatever color they like. But on the high, uh, flip side of that, does that not take away from the fact it's a zombie apocalypse? I can understand that, yeah. That probably <laughs> is true a little bit, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, here we go. We're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. There's not much resources or weapons around. But uh, yeah, you can take your choice between a red, green, blue, purple, pink gun, whichever you want to customize and have. Um, and I think, again, that's something, If it's just going off, off piece a little bit, is the customization side of things, that the community is dying for customization of their characters and, and everything. Um, and state and Undead Labs won't change. I know that they will not change or or shift on their views on regards to customization of characters because they want you to find characters, right. thin characters out that you don't like, and keep characters that you do like and actually build a connection with them. And I think that's something that they probably won't do with their weapons either. If they're not going to do it for the characters, they probably won't do it for their weapons, uh, and they'll leave them as they are. They'll just maybe put and some new weapons in for the characters i do honestly agree with them on that i think that is kind of ingrained to what the game is to not be able to customize characters and i honestly don't really want to customize character because i like the game the way it is with the characters right now but i do think there is a way to get the weapon customization in there because how i would probably do it if i was doing it is you know how you have your um vehicle i i'm blanking on the name right now i think it's like the 
auto station, but like the facility you build in your base. Yeah, I know the one you talk about, the auto shop. Right, yeah, the auto shop. Yeah, I was blanking on the name, sorry. But um, basically what I would do is in that auto shop, I would actually have a mod that can only be used in the auto shop. And the facility mod you would use is like kind of a paint station where you basically can use this paint station and you can put paint on a vehicle or a gun and you can kind of be, okay, I'm painting my gun, you know, blue or something like that, because you could theoretically find paint in the world. And that could be something you could theoretically find in a real world, because, you know, a real world zombie apocalypse, somebody might find, a, you know, a spray can of paint and they might be like, oh, well, you know, screw this. I'm just going to paint my gun blue and I'm going to take out zombies with a blue gun now. So that is something that theoretically could happen. And I think that could be something they can make into a mod that could do that. Yeah, very much so. You look at the vehicles, there is a variety of skins that are available for the vehicles. Uh, the one that pops out straight off my head is the big boss or the military military truck. You can get them in a variety of black, white, cream, grey, uh, green, I think there is as well. But then you go to the big boss, you've got the fluorescent pink and blue. You've got the fluorescent yellow and green. Um, so there is varieties available and they can do it for the vehicle. So why not be available for the for the weapons? Um, again, it's not something that we should be harping on against the, at the developers to do because what they've done so far is a fantastic thing. We should be allowing them to consist- consistently bring out new DLCs and updates for us, which we're ex- we're excited for this year with the release of uh, the new Trumbull Valley map, or sorry, the old Trumbull Valley map um, and the hard mode at some point. Um, but it would be interesting. They, they do listen to us, and that's the big thing that I would like to say to your listeners is that they do listen. They are so one of the best developers with regards to interactivity with a community. Their devs get so involved with streamers, with the Discord, with um, just generally chatting with uh, their members of the community and actually seeing what they can do to better their game. Uh, the only people, the only other developers that I can actually match with them are the developers of the game called Factorio. They listen to the developers, uh, sorry, their community, and better the game for for them. Um, all I can say is, well done to undead labs they haven't just made a zombie Absolutely. game where you've got a storyline to fill with the four tri- four different um storylines and kill play cards you've actually got a collection game because the amount of weapons in the game is so vast that it will keep you going i've played 50 days so that's uh that is 50 hours yep 50 hours over two days worth of my weapon collector series where i am literally rushing around rare loot crate locations and uh normal weapon locations and i still have not found every gun in the game yeah i definitely hear what you're saying there and i mean they do a great job with you know this game and i love everything they've done with this game you know this game is definitely my you know game of the year for last year and it's going to be you know one of the games i play most this year too so i mean this is a game that i'm not going to stop playing and until maybe, you know, they make a State of Decay 3 possibly, then I might stop playing this and play State of Decay 3 instead. But this is a franchise that I'm not going to, you know, go away from. It's a franchise that I really appreciate and I really love what they're doing with this game. So even though we're speculating on, you know, possibly like, you know, some weapon customization and stuff like that, if they never do it, honestly, I don't really care that much. Like, it's just a suggestion that would, would be kind of cool, you know, like pie in the sky suggestion where... And kind of like you were saying earlier, too, I, I think it at least has to be rooted in reality because this isn't a game like, you know, say a Fortnite where you can kind of just do whatever and it's not really rooted in reality. This game is re- rooted in reality to some degree. So I do think it has to be rooted in like, OK, is this technically possible if this is a real apocalypse? And I, I think my suggestion with a like kind of paint station mod, 
I think that would technically be possible in a real zombie apocalypse because there's going to be paint stores in the map. You know, there's going to be like um, you know hardware stores that have paint. So technically, people would be able to paint things in actual zombie apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> I don't disagree. Um, it is something that could possibly be put in in, in the future date. I just don't think we're ever going to have like super high-end customization because i think that's a little bit too far away from what the game is you know i don't think you're ever going to be able to do like oh i have um you know polka dot super whatever skin or like i have a gold skin like i don't think you're ever going to have like customization to that degree but i think you know base level customization where like you could have some different colors that could possibly be an option yeah uh i fully agree um colors possible attachments like you adding a site or different stock or magazine size i think those sort of things could be added uh through the workshop as you say or through uh a specialist mod and uh yeah let's get on to the developers then shall we yeah definitely so i mean we have like you know specialized mods like the fireworks crafting station so you know they could make a specialized mod for something else in the future we'll see um you know unless you have any other guns to call out i, I guess i'll call out real quick one gun that didn't make my list um the M4X1 DMR Heavy. That is a gun I do appreciate that didn't make my list, but... Agreed. Yep, I was almost putting that on my list. Yeah, so that is one gun that didn't make my list that I will at least call out real quick as honorable mention. You know, I do appreciate that gun. It is a gun that, say I'm in like a new playthrough or something, and I don't really have any other guns. It's definitely a gun that I'm using a lot, but it's a gun that if I have all the guns I want, it's not really going to be a gun I use because, you know, the M4X2... The Eternal Guards, those are going to be guns I picked before that gun. But it is definitely a gun that is useful to you. Yeah, and I want to give a, a mention for the Echo S5 gas launcher. Um, the update from Zed Hunter gave us the ability to capture bloater gas and put it on our enemies. So this is a, um, a launcher that's great fun. Not very useful against zombies, but it's very good against hostile enclaves. Sticking a couple of bloater gases out in there, knocking definitely. them back down. It's great fun to use. Um, so yeah, that's the one I want to give an honorable mention to. Sounds good. That's definitely a great gun, you know, and for hostile enclaves, that is a top choice because you can just toss out some gas grenades. They're going to be stunned by that. You could switch to a backup gun. You know, maybe you have your M4X2 as your backup gun. Switch to that real quick and take them out while they're still stunned by the gas. So. Exactly. But I guess we can run through our list one more time just for people in case they forgot. So quickly, my number 10 was the M4 or the M99 X1 Timberwolf. Number nine was the Clio Heavy Sniper. Number eight was the Echo X2 Sniper Crossbow. Number seven was the Clio Blast Rifle. Number six was the G18 Auto Custom. Number five was the DevGrew X12 Infiltrator. Number four was the Echo X3 Repeating Crossbow. Number three was the Eternal Guard's Infinite Rage. Number two was the RTX Piranha. And number one was the M4X2 Lite SSW. Uh, I'm going to have to remember mine off the top of my head because I've closed down the... Uh... The notepad that I had open, but uh, my number 10 was the uh, DevGrew X12 Infiltrator. My number 9 was the Clear Heavy Sniper. Uh, my number 8 was the Echo X3 Repeating Crossbow. My number 7 was... I can't think off the top of my head. Number 6 was the Mac 5. The number 5 was the BML40. Number 4 was the... Uh, Repeating cross, uh, sorry, not the repeating cross, but the Echo X2 sniper crossbow. Number three was the uh, Timberwolf, I believe. Timberwolf, 
Tim Wolf. Number two was the Eternal Guards Infinite Rage, and number one was the awesome M4X2 Light SSW. Right. So I guess for his number seven, you'll also have to go back and listen to it. But <laughs> I don't remember your number seven either. But <laughs> no, I got it. <laughs> it's the mystery ones. You'll have to go back and listen. <laughs> But whoever, you know, whoever, whoever can uh, whoever can go back and find it and message me on my Twitter quit it first gets a free subscription to Blaze's uh, stream. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's a genuine competition. I think I should put that in there. Anybody who's listening to this, if you can remember my number seven and you and you uh, send me a direct message or tweet me at Mister Dart Broadcast on Twitter, whoever's the first one will get a free subscription to uh blazes stream on twitch i appreciate that thank you so you know if, if you can find number seven first and get back to mr dart then definitely do that and you can get a, a free sub to my twitch so i appreciate that and you know they would be the first so we're all gonna start somewhere buddy exactly so <laughs> no i i do have a lot of changes coming up you know for the one year anniversary so um there's gonna be a lot of changes coming up and we'll, we'll see what happens with those but um subs are definitely gonna be something that i open up in the future because you know up until now i haven't even had a way for people to donate if they want to donate so i am going to be opening ways to um donate and stuff if people want yeah i'm looking forward to it buddy uh obviously we spoke about it a bit uh a bit earlier on uh, in the month uh, and i'm really looking forward to these changes that you've got coming up obviously i'm not going to spoil it for anybody but exactly. guys <laughs> make sure you stick around make sure you listen to the future podcasts there are exciting things to come definitely and it's not going to be too far away. You know, the one-year anniversary is March 16th. So by March 16th, you're going to know everything. So, But that being said, we basically covered the best guns in the game. You know, this has um, been a great podcast, I think. You know, I think we covered most of the guns that a lot of people would agree with. If there's guns that you think should have been on our list, then definitely let us know. You know, um, hit us up and let us know, oh, you should have had this on your list. Because I'm sure Mr. Dart would be just as curious as I am to hear what people's thoughts are on other guns we might have missed. Most definitely. I would love to hear what people think about the guns and uh, crossbows that are in State of Decay 2. What's your favorite? Why is it your favorite? And uh, what do you think about our list as well? Obviously, constructive criticism, please. We don't want any bashing here. <laughs> exactly. It, yeah, this is all subjective, you know. Um, other than like the stats that we mentioned that are, you know, kind of finite, the rest of it is pretty subjective. So, you know, this is just our play styles and our list of what we would like best. So, but before we end, I just will remind everyone real quick, um, next podcast you're going to hear is actually going to be two weeks from today because I am taking next week off to prepare for all the changes that we spoke, we kind of hinted at for the one year anniversary. So, Next week, I won't have any podcast releasing just because I'm taking the week off. But on March 9th, which is a Saturday, you will hear another State of Decay podcast. So that's when I'm going to have another one of those. And the next stream, I might do a stream on Tuesday. I'm off that day, so I might do a stream either during the day or at night. So look out for that. Maybe I'll stream some more uh, Crackdown 3. I've been kind of getting into that game a little bit lately. So I might stream some of that or I might stream some State of Decay. So we'll kind of see what happens there. But, Mr. Dart, if people want to get in touch with you or contact you, how can they do so? Yep, as we mentioned previously, uh, Twitter, you can get me on there. It's Mr. Dart Broadcast, M-R-D-A-R-T, Broadcast, B-R-O-A-D-C-A-S-T. Um, and then if you want to find me on Twitch, all you have to do is add an S after the darts. 
So you got Mr. Darts Broadcast because it's mine. So you can find me on Twitch there. Uh, I also have an Instagram and a Facebook under Mr. Darts Broadcast if you want to find me there. Uh, and if you do want to add me on Gamertag, then you can do that as well. I'm happy to play at any time. Uh, I do play PC most of the time, but I do have the Xbox and jump on there for a couple of sessions. Um, that is Mr. Dart Broadcast without the S, uh, just because I only ha- I have to have 15 characters. Uh, that's the way you can find me. And I definitely suggest people doing that and checking out your stream. You you do a great job streaming, so I definitely suggest everyone go to twitch.tv slash Broadcast and check out his stream. Give him a follow. So I definitely would appreciate anyone doing that. But if you want to get in touch with me, then you can do so via email if you'd like, theblazeexperience at gmail.com. You can do so via Xbox or Twitter. That's going to be at Blaze Experience for both. So capital B. L-A-I-S-E, capital X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E. You can contact me via YouTube comments if you'd like. I take a little bit longer responding to those, but I do respond to them um, usually on like a once a week basis. You can contact me on Discord, which will be in the show notes. And I pretty much am on Discord every day, so you can probably get a hold of me fairly fast on that. And if you want to check out my stream, I'm... Still deciding at this time whether I'm going to be Mixer or Twitch full-time, but it's going to be either Mixer.com slash Blaze Experience or Twitch.tv slash Blaze underscore Experience. Unfortunately, I couldn't get um, the regular Blaze Experience, but I had to do the underscore. So, But that's where you can find me on there if you want to check that out. And if you want to check out the podcast, you're obviously listening to it somewhere. But if you want to check it out a different way, maybe you didn't know it was on a certain app or something, we are on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. You can find us on Radio Public, Podbean, and Blueberry, many other directories. So pretty much any directory you can think of, we're going to be on there. In my Discord, I also post the direct download links. We are also on YouTube as well. So there's a lot of places you can find us if you want to find us. But I really appreciate any feedback anyone wants to give because any feedback does help us grow. And if you're on iTunes, then definitely give us a five-star review because that definitely helps more people find the podcast. But, Mr. Dart, I thank you for being here with me. It was definitely a lot of fun to go over this with you. No, thank you for inviting me. I always love getting on the, onto your podcast, even if we do struggle with the time zone difference. Uh, and for anybody listening, make sure you do check Blaze out. Don't just listen to his podcast. Go and find him on the streams uh, and on Twitter and uh, all the other places that he's mentioned as well. He's absolutely fantastic. Loads of information on State of Decay. If you've never listened to him before, make sure you go back and listen to all the rest of his podcasts that he's got out. Thank you. I appreciate that. And thank you to the listeners. You know, all of you listening, that's why I do this. You know, I appreciate anyone who listens. You know, even if this is your first episode, then welcome. And I'm glad you're here. So go back and listen to previous episodes and enjoy what comes next. But thank you, everyone that listens. We really appreciate it. So thank you for listening to The Experience. (laughs) 